All righty, it is 71 degrees in West Asheville outside of the Apple Tree Automotive Superstore Studio. And with us in studio, it is not Saturday, but Rowena Patton is with us. It's not Saturday morning. It's almost like you ever have the alarm go off in the middle of the day and you kind of get woozy, like you just woke up, like your body's oh, adjusting. Yeah. Right. So just because you hear her now, it is not the morning. <laughs> um, so uh, Rowena, welcome back. We haven't seen you in studio for a while here on Thank the show. Thank you. Always good to see you. And um, a lot of stuff going on with the market. Uh, my wife and I, we are looking and um, down the road, as I was talking to you during the break. And so um, the other day we were chatting because a friend mutual or a friend of ours had asked like hey do you know a realtor i said of course i do know a realtor so <laughs> i put him in touch with you but i am uh you, we were talking at, at that night and because of what's coming down the pike for me i was like this might be information other people want to know yeah um so there is a you said in your in your message to me that there is a market shift coming. yes yes what is so let's start there what is a market shift is it is it going to be bad or is it going to be good or is it a little bit of both? Well, it depends whose seat you're sitting in. I think um, it's you know the economic cycle runs seven to nine years. So remember your basic economics at school, and this has been happening. Wait, wait, for, wait. So we're Americans. We don't take those types of classes. Actually, I didn't either. I'm just I'm just pretending I did. Right, okay, that I paid en- a lot of money for this accent. Um, that and geography, Americans, we're awful at them. Um, so yeah, so this, every seven to ten years. So this is not just something. This is not just that housing. is housing, right? Yeah. Yeah. So think about economic cycles. So if you track them, just Google economic cycles, you'll find out they're seven to nine years. And along with an economic cycle comes, and you know, those those can be jobs, job reports, the when the job reports are good. That's about the one good thing that we've got going for us right now in the indicators. It's, you know, the, the um, unemployment is the lowest it's been since the 60s. Thank goodness we've got that going on because when you're unemployed, you can't generally afford to buy a house so and can't afford a lot of other things too and it makes people very miserable so we're happy for that um the and we know what goes up must come down that's an economic cycle i think a famous guy called sir isaac newton said that i didn't make it up (laughs) and you see housing prices you see job reports you see building prices all that stuff that we kind of blank out to that we hear on the news that's the economic cycle and the housing cycle follows that so many of us remember you know, you and I know the the last devastating crash really was in 2007, mm-hmm. um, which is when I entered real estate. By, so <laughs> we were selling my wife's house in Monroe, North Carolina. Yeah. And our closing date was the Friday. Oh, with when the market tanked black friday mm-hmm. and everything yeah. locked our closing got canceled yeah we had the people had already moved into our house because oh. they were so sure oh, my oh gosh. yeah oh it was yeah, it's a miserable time awful we, we all thought we'd lost our pensions because everything had been stripped out of our houses um you know people were underwater people were foreclosed on it was a really sad very miserable time and we bumped along the bottom there in 2010 2011 2012 some buyers came in and, and got some deals and now they've watched the houses housing prices go back up and we're at a record medium high median high price of 325,000 
thousand in Asheville City. It's the highest it's ever been, and two hundred ninety thousand medium in the median in the county. I don't really believe in medians. I think it's kind of a broad brush because it's whatever little neighbourhood you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that economic cycle is now shifting. That's the shifting housing market, whereby houses are harder to afford. We know that already. We keep hearing, oh, there's just no inventory out there, and people are buying in droves. Well, we're down nine percent over last year in the city of Asheville and six percent down in Buncombe County over last year. Those are fairly for inventory or for, for sales. Inv- for sales. For sales. For sales of homes. Th- those are pretty significant figures, and you know we expect that to stay flat or continue. So, what does that mean? I think you know if you're selling your home out there, you want to know what that means. If you're buying a home out there. You want to know what that means. Normally, it would mean uh, wait a while to buy something because you're going to get a better deal. Here's the here's the glitch in that. We had an interest rate the other day, and uh, again, you and I know that we've been promised another three. You know, unless something devastating happens, we expect four interest rate hikes in a row. That means that it makes it harder for people to afford houses. So, you know, the pool of buyers shrinks in that way. If you're a buyer and you're thinking about waiting to save that $10,000 or whatever price point you're buying at, well, that's going to be eaten up probably by the interest rate hikes. So uh, this is from Reuters along those lines of the interest rates. Um, Right now it's about 5%. Uh, it says 4.97, but uh, mortgages have go- have surged to 4.97%. That's from 4.23 in January. Yeah. Including fees, most 30-year mortgage costs have reached 5% or higher. And the rise in mortgage rates so far this year means that a potential home buyer would pay about $35,000 more interest on a $220,000 loan over that 30 years. So you're, that, That's that, a lot that, of money. Yeah, just that change yeah. meant a $35,000 increase in cost to you, the, the, the buyer, the owner of the mortgage. And to put that in perspective, it's like a grocery card every 10 days, you know, because the 35000 some people just duck their head in the sand and say, well, it's 35000 over 30 years. I'm probably not going to keep the house that long mm-hmm. anyway. But it's a grocery card of food. You know, on a on a fairly regular basis, it makes the difference of, and most importantly, how much a home you can afford. Well, that drives prices down from the top. We're already seeing the high uh, here. I'm going to say, I say it every Saturday. The higher end homes are sitting longer. Mm-hmm. Sellers, you need to be aggressive. You what does a, that mean when you say aggressive? So it means you need a drone video on your property. You need fantastic pictures. You need to con- seriously consider CPO experts. Um, so Which people who listen to my show no certified pre-owned thank you yes Yes. so and your agent can do this for you if you're already listed i'm not soliciting listings here ask them to do an inspection uh, have an inspection done and also get the appraisal what that does is it gets you very realistic it's a market appraisal it's it's a marketing appraisal it's not a bank refi appraisal there's a difference Um, it's your asset it's not the bank so you're going to go to the high end not the low end it's a really good way of getting a, a proper valuation on your home people don't really believe realtor CMAs and where you know as agents go out to take a listing often it's the seller says oh no I need 800,000 for it that's often how homes are priced you but, 
Well, only because they know someone down the street. When exactly. we sold our house last year, we did yeah. the exact same thing that you're talking about, which is we relied on a friend of ours who was an agent down there in Charlotte who was like, uh, oh, I did the comps in the area. Yeah. And what we knew, we saw signs starting to pop up in our neighborhood, and we saw those. And so we had already decided we were going to sell, and we were kind of working towards that. And then we started seeing the signs up, and so we started going to the website and pulling the... The listings. So you set the price, essentially, not the agent. That's my point. Yeah. So we don't know where prices come from. When it's an appraisal, these people, at least in North Carolina, have a degree. They've studied for many, many years doing that appraisal, and that will keep your price firm. I've is the one of the first things I've I did when I got into real estate eleven years ago, and um, it's it's I haven't had one home not appraised in all that time. Very, very few people can say that. I don't think anyone can say that. The other thing is the inspection. So it's so important. About a third of the deals around the nation fall apart when they're under contract. You just mentioned one. You've had it happen to you. So if you have the inspection up front, yes, it costs money. If you have the inspection up front, on average, there's 25 plus items on that inspection report. You can take care of them. A handy person can take care of them. Wait until it's under contract. Here's the issue. You've got to have a licensed contractor. You've got two, three weeks. The licensed contractor comes. There's no time to get get quotes from different people licensed contractor come in there's a for sale sign outside hey guy you got two weeks what do you think happens to the price or they ask you for twenty five hundred dollars it's this magic figure that we're not really sure where it comes from <laughs> you know the the buyers will say we want twenty five hundred dollars to fix this please and then often they they, you know, they choose what they do with that money mm-hmm. so get the inspection done up front it will save you so much heartache which because we had the first deal fall apart after our inspection the second buyers who ended up buying the house, they they had access to that yes. inspection report. Yeah, we were unaware. They never asked for it. Their oh realtor never gosh. knew. Their realtor never knew to ask for it. Totally screwed them over. Oh, yikes! Uh, but, but our realtor told us, "Hey, you're going to have you're going to have them. They're going to be able to see everything on the report." So, oh dear, yeah, so. no comment. <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm definitely yeah. not going there. It was there. not. I wish. Yeah. See, that's the thing. If uh, yeah, down in Charlotte, I tell you, it's it's, it's really worthwhile getting the inspection. It, it's it's painful. It takes time. You know, there are things that are going to come up. Every seller thinks their home is perfect, including me. And there were things that came upon mine too. And it's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, there are things that will come up that you don't even know about. And now you've got time to take care. It doesn't stop you listing because you need to get it listed now we are slipping there is no doubt how much will slip who knows maybe we'll have a little bump in between but it's slipping it's also going september's been very quiet we're going into the holiday season which also has it very quiet so it is the time don't wait until the spring we're gonna have another interest rate hike the market's most likely i'll take my crystal ball out here going to be even flatter get it listed now i know you think i would say that wouldn't i i'm not that person i go out and i advise sellers not to sell their home sometimes and help them with their floundering businesses like you know I, I would never say that unless i truly believed it mm-hmm. um so my horizon you think it's too long uh, so if we're talking I mean, and about i can't change anything year. i like yeah i'm looking at next summer 
Right. Well, you see, that's different. We've all got to live our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sellers say to me sometimes, I-, I have an illness, it's hard for me to get out of the house. Then don't get out of the house. You know, stay in the house when it's showing. Is it perfect? No, but just do what you need to do. We all need to live our lives and not just base it on, are we going to make another few bucks on selling the house now or buying a house a bit later on? It, you are where you are and don't force things because of your of your lifestyle or your needs at that time. People will always sell houses people will always buy houses it's just i'm talking to the people who are thinking about buying now and going oh i'll wait for a while until i pick up some bargains that's for the investors absolutely for the investors let them wait the you know it's a seven to nine year cycle so what we're really talking about is three and a half to five years or something like that until we reach the bottom where the investors will come back in just like they did before snap up all the bargains that's not you if you're buying a home to live in it's very different and you know like you if you're buying in the middle of next year hey we'll just make it work Mm -hmm. if you need to buy now or you're thinking oh i'll buy in the next month or two or january whatever i'll just extend my rent out a little bit i would say go ahead and do it now because there is downward pressure on prices already um you can negotiate anyway put a good offer in get your full pre-approval in place your pre-approval you'll be able to borrow more because the interest rates haven't yet risen another three times which is what we're expecting so and we need to be clear also because these pressures are different based on the value of the house right absolutely so you've got as you mentioned earlier that the higher end if your house is what over what 400,000 400 really some of the 300s and it's I I hate painting a broad brush because there are some $300,000 houses that will fly yeah um you know brand new houses or fully remodeled uh in a very desirable neighborhood that kind of thing they will fly as well a $600,000 house in a super desirable neighborhood that's a hundred thousand less than all of its competitors so it really depends now I sound like an attorney or something well and I understand because you see so many different houses but you i mean you have people that are are in a house or looking to buy a house and is it impossible to find housing in this area that is i don't even know what is yeah like well starter homes like i don't even know what is a starter home price now is it a hundred because when i was looking to buy 10 years ago it was like 110 to 120 that's unrealistic i imagine now it is here yeah Yeah. absolutely so um you you know you can still find things in the 160s and 170s generally they're going to be one and two bedrooms they're not going to be remodeled at all they've probably got uh things in from the 1960s 1970s uh you know all the all the original avocado um or the what was the autumn eventually it'll come back and eventually that all comes back exactly so those are the starter homes and they're not you know generally when you're going into a starter home you don't have a lot of money to be able to maintain it and yet um people are buying these starter homes and uh, they need a lot of maintaining because there's a lot of deferred maintenance mm-hmm. often not not always but often which means the people who can at least f- afford to do new maintenance are buying the homes and, and can't afford to maintain them it's it's we really have a dearth of affordable housing here yeah. and it's not really that that low um, most the vast majority of people are buying under 250,000 huh, um, okay. a great thing in that is we are starting to see building new homes coming back 
there's a dearth in the Asheville area and in the, in the why whole, is that any do you have any idea why that hasn't been happening really why? good question yeah. well they say it's because we don't have a lot of flat land I don't know if I agree with that it's just the big builders aren't here um, we have a wonderful project called Valley Verde that's going up in Woodfin I'm very excited about it 90 units we're doing pre-sales very soon these are that, standalone single-family homes yeah most of them with a few townhomes sprinkled in and they start at 249 that's amazing for a new home baseline granite and stainless steel not you know not um it's not value built shall mm-hmm. we say right i mean it's, it gives great value right uh, but it's not, not contractor great it's not con- thank you for saying it for me yeah <laughs> not there's anything wrong I with contractor say, grade. no 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 it's just it's every house i've ever lived in uh, i just have to upgrade them um this is 10 minutes from Asheville as well it's it's, right. it's really exciting but so, that's not happening i understand that the the you know topographical challenges mm-hmm. but then again and I say this all the time on the show. It, it infuriates me because I drive down major thoroughfares and I see large tracts of flat land exactly. right on New Leicester Highway, Patton Avenue. Mm-hmm. These are major thoroughfares and there's no housing getting built on them. And I don't understand. Like, that's the place to pack in your apartment complexes. And you've got, I understand if you're trying to build a massive single family subdivision kind of a deal. You that's going to be because that's you, not you need way more yeah, yeah you need way more uh, land for something like yeah. that but um, I see vacant property and is it just because the these big builders aren't in Asheville is that I mean, and they're coming but they tend to be really at the uh, entry level end hmm. the, there are very few builders I mean you go to Charlotte there's developments all over the all place over. where they're building high-end developments um, we, you know we have some built more communities here obviously there's a there's a number of communities that build very nice to- homes we don't have the tract builders that's what we're missing and tract builders can build beautiful tract homes that they're, they're not you know all the hundred thousand dollar homes homes that's what we're missing and um i don't know we should just get some in here i think and if it's affordability or the fact that uh, they can't get staff here i mean builders have a horrible shortage of trying to get people to work for them because guess what when we had the last crash all those crass people ran off to florida or anywhere else they were still building well now florida's hurting too the whole country is hurting there's very few bright spots in terms of oh houses are just going to keep going up in price and by the way that's not a bright spot if you're a buyer right yeah uh is it is it also cultural generational uh where younger people just aren't interested in buying it could be so they say that millennials and i so don't like using that term i'm sorry millennials everywhere um just because people our age and people in their 60s have a millennial attitude too Mm so i mean nothing by other than that broad brush thing um a lot of them uh, are not able to afford to to buy a home especially in this area so they tend to be living with their parents and it's not just here it's across the country however they are coming back in and there's a lot of what they call baby boomers who are right sizing now they finally realize their kids have gone off to college uh, 10 years ago they've now got families of their own and they're not coming back to the family home in the mountains so they're in this big old house and you know wondering what to do with it and finally selling their home um, I don't know why the track builders aren't here or why we're not building more of them. I wish I had an answer to that for you. I think a lot of it is uh, families, the tradition of families owning land here. So, uh, you know, uh, granddad owned uh, 500 acres and then it was split up between the kids who then split it up between their kids. So there's all these big land tracks yeah. in the mountains. Um, and then those kids expect a lot for the land tracks. So they can't buy cheap land. That's definitely one of them. So that's actually a listener just 
called in and asked, how is the market for folks with land to sell no homes on it, just empty land? How's that? It depends whether it's commercial. Depends where. And I'm sorry. Here I am doing my attorney. Th- I'm sorry to attorneys everywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So uh, it depends on uh, where the land is at. I'd be help, ha- happy to give him a value on that and, and um, how quickly it would move. Mm-hmm. We tend to move commercial parcels a, a lot more quickly. Um, however, if it's a piece of a decent piece of uh, decent size piece of land with fantastic views, heck, even a tiny piece of land with fantastic views, then that's going to be very desirable. We tend to list pieces of land with pre-construction on them so people can see what the house would look like on it because most people are perusing what a house would look like rather than what land would look like and we do it both ways so uh this is you've been obviously listening to rowena Patton. uh you can check out her website allstarpowerhouse.com and i have her phone number here as well it's 214-7300 uh 214-7300 quick break back in a minute